Welcome to Ragbag. My name's uh, not Frank Burton, aka Lazarus Newman. As you can probably tell from my voice, I've got a slightly, uh, slightly different voice to your usual host. And uh, he's, uh, unfortunately, uh, I've ended up having to do this because um, I didn't want to let you uh, listeners down. But uh, my nephew, this is his uncle, by the way. Uh, it's my my nephew. Frank's my nephew. I'm his Uncle Claude. So this is Uncle Claude. Uh, welcome to Ragbag. My name's Uncle Claude. And um, let's have a little bit of music, shall we? to do now is really just explain to you why it is that I'm doing what I'm doing. Although I don't really understand myself why I'm doing what I'm doing. I just thought I'd step in just to uh, keep the continuity going, even though it's slightly, uh, well, well, probably totally messed up the continuity, hasn't it? Well, that's, uh, that's the way these things go. Uh, what happened is um, Frank's probably don't know this about him but um, he's got this habit of uh, disappearing sometimes uh, I like to keep an eye on him just to make sure the boy's alright and uh, he's got this little habit of just disappearing now and again and he always comes back the boy, I could call him a boy you know he's 39 years old I was looking at that looking at the years he's 39 years old Forty later on this year, maybe that's why he's disappeared. It's finally got one of them. Uh, what do you call it? Mid- midlife crisis. I probably had one of them myself when I was. I 
remember when I was 39. Many years ago now, I I had something of a crisis, I suppose you could call it that. I mean, not the stereotypical sort of, you know, uh, go chasing after young girls and uh, sports cars and motorbikes, all that sort of thing. I, uh, I started stamp collecting. It, it really uh, made a difference to my life, actually. I, uh, I started stamp. I still do it, actually. I still got a stamp collection. I got it stashed away somewhere. It's very expensive. Spent a lot of money on it. It ruined quite a few of my relationships. The old stamp collection did. Well, that's, that's a story for another time, really. I was trying to um, explain to you what's happened. I, I don't want you to worry about the boy. He will. He will come back like he always does. I, he doesn't actually know that I'm doing this, by the way. He hasn't asked me to do it. And, I, you know, when I say I like to keep an eye on him, he doesn't know that I do that either. I just like to, you know, have a look at him through the window sometimes. I'll just, you know, he's, he's, he's very unselfconscious when he's in his own place. He uh, keeps the curtains wide open all the time. I could just peep him through the window, have a look at him. Sometimes... I have a look at him when he's when he's doing this little podcast. That's how I heard about it, actually. He didn't tell me. But we're the sort of family who don't really tell each other things. That's the problem. We don't really talk to each other. So I found out about his podcast because I was spying on him through his window. <laughs> I was spying on him through his window. But I mean, it's, it sounds when I say it out loud, it sounds. It sounds slightly creepy I know it does but that's just what this family is like we don't really talk to each other so we got to communicate in other ways subtle ways you know so I started listening to this ragbag podcast I, I like it I've, I've listened to every single episode I've very much enjoyed a lot of the um the, the banter that my nephew has with the you know all you lot you listeners he has a bit of banter with you, doesn't he? Yeah, a bit, a bit of banter. And I do like a bit of banter. I mean, you know, he goes a little bit far sometimes with it, but I, 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 I quite enjoy it. You know. I enjoy the, the stories that he tells about the family. It's all very accurate, actually. He's uh, been uh, very confessional about the, um, the disappearance of uh, my brother, who's also called Frank, Frank Senior. Um, he disappeared uh, back in... Uh, 2004 and um yeah he disappeared in 2004 and i think since then or periodically every now and again frank jr likes to just disappear as well for no reason just up sticks and disappears and then he comes back a couple of weeks later as though nothing happened i don't know where he goes i don't like to ask him because we're the sort of family i think i've mentioned this already we're the sort of family who don't like to talk to each other. I'm sorry, I'm very drunk. I might be repeating myself a little bit. But um, I, he doesn't know I've got a key to his to his flat. He doesn't know I'm here. Like I say, I've um, I've got a key that I got cut. I, I got in touch with a locksmith and everything. It's a very complicated story. Um, but I will bore you with details. I've, 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 I've got a key to his, to his flat. So I'll let myself in. Because I'd like to keep an eye on the boy, you know. So I... I Sometimes when he's out, I like to just let myself in a little, have a little route around his stuff. See if it's like a, like a diary or something. I can just um, peep inside just to make sure that the boy's uh, mental well-being is is all um, up to scratch. And it is. I mean, you know, well, uh, you know, he, he, he's quite happy to put his feelings out there on the on the podcast. You know, and I've been listening to the podcast. As I say, I've been listening since day one. Well, since since I first found out about it. Anyway. I know it does sound a bit creepy now I say out loud again, um, but I'm not breaking into his to his flat. I've got a key. You understand? I've got a key to the flat. He just doesn't know that I've got a key. And um, you know, I've got the password for his uh, for his computer. That's how I'm doing this. I, I logged in. This is all his playlist, by the way. All his music that, that he plays. He's um, he's got the playlist lined up. He had one lined up for this episode. So all. All he was uh, yet to do was record, you know, the, the uh, presentation bit, which, uh, seems as he's not done it, and, um, you know, the podcast nearly releasing, I put it myself. And, um, you might have noticed I've, I've been putting a few um, notifications on his um, social media just to uh, update, 
update some people. You know, I put a few tweets out there. I put a little Facebook uh, message out there just to make sure that people are reassured that that you know my nephew's okay. Oh, I'm sure that he is wherever he is. I hope I haven't alarmed anyone by doing any of this. And, uh, you know, if you're listening out there, Frank, I don't know if you actually subscribe to your own podcast. I don't know whether you don't know how it works for you. Maybe you subscribe to your own podcast. Maybe you're listening to this. I don't know. Uh, but um, I hope you don't mind me doing this for you. I, I say I'm doing it as a favour to you. I tell you what, I do like you've just started doing it this year since you relaunched back in uh, the new year. Just started doing this little trick where you you do one of your little monologues, and then after that, for no reason at all, you kind of like remix yourself and do a little bit of sampling, a little bit of you know here and there, and just sort of throwing in, mixing it all up, you know, with the technology. And I thought oh, it's really good idea, really nice idea. It fits nicely with the music, gives it a nice little trippy sort of feel. I thought I thought it was a very nice touch. I don't say it, I have been enjoying your podcast very much over the last 12 months and beyond, really, and I really do hope it uh, continues. You know, uh, perhaps you could have me on at some point as like a co-host or something. I mean, I'm the main host today, so maybe this, you can consider this my, my um, audition piece, if you like. Yeah, just a thought, just a thought, you know, but... Um, I'll see what I can do with my editing skills as well. I've taken a little tutorial myself on the uh, the audio editing. So I'll see if I can do one of your little, your funny little remix type thing of my own monologue. I thought that that would be very funny and very original. So I might have a little go at that myself. Funny little remix. Funny little remix. I thought that that would be very funny and very original. Funny little remix. So I might have a little go at that myself. Funny little remix. Funny little remix. But um, I hope you don't mind me doing this for you. I... Welcome to Ragbag. But um, I hope you don't mind me doing this for you. I... Welcome to Ragbag. Funny little remix. Make sure that people are reassured. I thought that that would be very funny and very original. Make sure that people are reassured. Funny little remix. Funny little remix. What could possibly go wrong? 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 Funny little remix. Consider this my my, um, audition piece, if you like. What could possibly go wrong? Consider this my, my um, audition piece, if you like. I'm sorry, I'm very drunk. I might be repeating myself a little bit. I'm sorry, I'm very drunk. I might be repeating myself a little bit. Funny little remix. I know it does sound a bit creepy now. I say out loud again. Big creep, big creep, big creep, big creep, big creeping. Big creep, big creep, big creep, big creep, big creeping. Big creep, big creep, big creep, big creep, big creeping.
funny little remix. Comedy Geek Sketch Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Acast, Spotify, Podbean, Radio Public, and most half-decent podcatchers. Who writes this crap? Hey folks, how's it going? My name is Augie, and I host a podcast called The Short Stories of Augie Peterson. Once upon a time, I had two blogs. Then one day, I started listening to podcasts. They seemed like a lot of fun and would combine the thing I was always afraid to share with the world, my writing, with the thing I had no choice but to share, my theater background. So I decided to combine them into a podcast for those millennials that don't have time to read two blogs. I read the original short horror stories I write every other Tuesday and review really terrible horror movies from Netflix, Redbox, Amazon Prime, and even the dollar store with massive amounts of snark every other Thursday. On the first Saturday of each month, I tell my listeners about five new indie artists that I have interviewed that I think they should know about. So if you like terrible horror movies, learning about new artists, really good horror stories, and total nerds, this is the podcast for you. Check out the short stories of Augie Peterson wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information, go to augiepeterson.wordpress.com. Toodaloo! So without further ado, let's uh, neutralise some gripes. Well, you see, Frank, I can keep up with your regular features as well. I know how important they are to you, so I thought, I thought I'd keep up with your regular features. Here we go. Um, Davey in Rio has been in touch to say, I have a problem with the Mission Impossible franchise. 
I've seen every single one of those films, and every single time without fail, Cruzy and the gang manage to complete their mission. It's therefore a deeply misleading and utterly inappropriate title. They should call it Mission Achievable, or at the very least, Mission Difficult, or Mission Problematic. Please, can you neutralise this gripe for me? Yes, of course, yeah, I do like that idea, yeah, I think, I think we should change the title. Actually, I think the title you came up with was very good. Cruzy and the Gang. I like that, they should call it that. Cruzy and the Gang. It's very good. The next time you hear the word mollusk, that's your gripe neutralised. You see, Frank, I can really do this, can't I? I can do it. Let's have another one. Elizabeth in Wellington says, I absolutely love the taste and texture of jelly babies but I find the idea of eating these tiny infant effigies utterly barbaric and tantamount to cannibalism. Yeah I see what you mean Elizabeth, you're a very caring and sensitive woman and I would like to get to know you better offline. I know you're on the other side of the world and everything but I think we could really make a go of it. I'm sorry that was most unprofessional of me actually. Sorry about that Frank. You always manage to avoid saying things like that even though I can't help noticing you've reached the age of 39 and uh, no girlfriend. I'm not judging you, I'm just concerned that's all. Elizabeth, next time you hear the word spatula that's your gripe neutralised. Okay. Now Abdul in uh, Copenhagen says I hate grapes. Short and sweet there, Abdul, quite literally, with the grapes and that, you know, short and sweet. Next time you hear the word Pythagoras, that's your gripe neutralised. You see, I can do this, Frank, can't I? I can do this. You're probably wondering how I got these messages in the first place. Well, you know, hope you don't mind, but I just accessed your emails. Like I say, I do know your password, password to get into your laptop and also... It's the same password, isn't it, for all of your uh, accounts, your email, your social media and all that. It's all the same password. And, um, you know, I, I do find, talk about not having a girlfriend. I do find it quite sad. I mean, I, I'm sure you're a very happy individual, apart from, you know, this little aspect of your life. You've still got your old girlfriend's name. It's your password, haven't you? You've still got your old girlfriend's name. And the fact is, you know, it's not a very secure password, is it, you know? Heidi, it's not a very secure password that is it, it's not secure, there's no numbers, there's no punctuation marks, you put a capital H, that, that's not secure, just because there's one capital, that's just a name isn't it, but why are you still using that name, I mean, I like the girl, I, as you know I'm, I met her that one time didn't I, yeah, um, I met her, she was very nice, she's a really nice girl, I, I, I liked her very much, I'm not sure if she liked me that much, uh, I probably, probably came across as being a little bit creepy to be honest with you, in hindsight, I probably came across as being slightly sinister, yeah, that's probably why I never saw her again isn't it, that's probably why I didn't see you again for a long time after that as well. Um, but you know, you, you live and learn, don't you? You, you live and learn. I mean, I, I am, um, I'm, I, I am an old man, Frank. You know, I'm an old man. And, um, you know, your old man's an old man as well. Whatever he is, I do like to think that he's, that he's out there somewhere. And uh, in a way, I would like to think that he's listening to your podcast. Because it's very good. It's a very good show. It's a good, it's a good podcast, you know. I, I do listen, I listen to a lot of different podcasts, and I think your one is maybe, you know, the second best one out there. I hope you don't mind me putting you in second place there, Frank. I know you're a blood relative of mine, but I've always been a big fan of Scroobius Pip. It's just the way it is, you know, I've always been a fan, and um, it's difficult. Old habits die hard, you know. I, 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 I do like uh, this podcast. I do think that... Uh, and I think I've done very well, as a matter of fact. I think um, 
Did you like that little remix I did? I think I was employing some particularly good audio editing skills. Yeah, and I think maybe I could contribute on a regular basis. That's all I'm saying. Just, you know, just, just, just think about it. Just think about it. That's all. I'd like to be part of this, you know. I think that uh, between the, the two of us, all the three of us, if you will, me, you and Lazarus, eh? Me, you and Lazarus. I like this Lazarus idea. I do like it. It's very good. You, you, you've been keeping it running for a while now, and uh, I, I, I do like it. It's, it's, it's coming along very nicely, and uh, it'd be interesting to see where you go with it. It would be, it'd be interesting to see where you go with it, yeah. I like it very much. It's, it's, it's coming along very nicely and uh, I, I do like it it's, it's, it's coming along very nicely and uh, I like it very much 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 it's coming along very nicely and uh, I like it very much I like the girl I, as you know I'm, I met her that one time didn't I yeah I like the girl, as you know, I met her that one time, didn't I? Yeah. I met her, she was very nice, she's a really nice girl. I, I, I liked her very much, I'm not sure if she liked me that much. Uh, I met her, she was very nice, she's a really nice girl. I, I, I liked her very much, I'm not sure if she liked me that much. Uh, I like it very much, I like it very much, I like it very much, I like it very much. That's probably why I never saw her again, isn't it? That's probably why I didn't see you again for a long time after that as well. What could possibly go wrong? Am I out? I am an old band prank. Am I out? I am an old band prank. Am I out? 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 What we came across has been a little bit creepy, to be honest with you. In hindsight, I probably came across as being slightly sinister yeah slightly sinister slightly sinister big creep big creep big creep big creep big creeping big creep big creep big creep big creep big creeping big creep big creep big creep big creep big creeping slightly sinister slightly sinister Thing I was employing some particularly good audio editing skills. When can I say that I love you? When can I say that you're mine? When can I say that I miss the way Our fingers intertwine? When can I say that I miss you And want you here by my side? When can I say that I love you? Have it not be a lie When can I call you my sweetheart And have it not sound contrived That every moment I say it The love shines in my eyes say that I love you and 
have it not sound untrue With each emotion I ponder Each time that I think of you With every beat that my heart skips I hope you feel the same too I hope that someday you'll hear this And the stars will align So I can say that I love you And I can say that you're
You know, Frank, uh, the other thing that I quite like about your podcast are the the stories that you tell about things that have happened to you. And since I'm presenting the show this time, I thought it was only fair that I tell my own story. I tell a story about Frank, Frank Jr., your usual host. Now, when Frank Jr. was a boy, he was a big fan of candy floss although who isn't eh who doesn't like candy floss I don't really like it comes to think of it sickly stuff but Frank Jr at the age of seven absolutely loved the stuff and it came as no surprise that one year seven years old he must have been I said to him Frank what do you want for your birthday this year and he said I want one of those candy floss making machines just like you get at the fun fair I want to make my own candy floss and that sounded like a great idea so I made a few phone calls got the old yellow pages out remember that the old yellow pages I think we're still going actually and I actually got in touch with someone who was flogging one off second hand and I had it delivered to my place big massive unit that's a fold down the seats in the back of my full Cortina get it in there remember them the four Cortinas I took it round to their ass we were having a little family get together partly because it was Frank Junior's 7th birthday and partly because it was our cousin Lenny was getting done for fraud so it was a little goodbye before he went to jail and uh, you know what I got there and the first thing I saw out there on the front lawn a big row of 7 or 8 different candy floss making machines but it turned out everyone had asked Frank what he wanted for his birthday and he gave everyone the same answer and therefore everyone bought him one and you know why that is don't you because that's what our family's like our family don't talk to each other you know what I mean we didn't negotiate we didn't compare notes it didn't occur to us to do that because we don't do that we don't talk to each other it's uh it's sad really but also it's interesting when i look at other family when i see like one of these big family like dramas on the tv like historical dramas and that like the, the family all getting together so we really need to discuss this thing that the accounts we need to discuss the accounts. We're all going to get around the table and discuss it together. Or we're all going to discuss uh, Aunt Muriel's wedding. We're all going to discuss it together as a family. I see those scenes and I think to myself, oh, that's a bit strange, isn't it? Why did they do that? Why did they all sit together around the table talking about it? What's the point of that? Why can't they just be like our family and just not talk to each other? It's much easier. In its own way, it's much, much easier not to talk to each other. Much easier. It's just, occasionally you get these little cross wires, you know, these little problems of, uh, you know, having seven or eight different candy floss making machines for one child's birthday and having no storage space for them in the house. Absolutely no storage space whatsoever. Every little nook and cranny of that house was taken up with something or other, some rubbish that Frank Senior had bought for no reason at all. But you know, that's his choice. He wanted to live his life like that. It was a bit of a holder. And he was even more of a holder after he had those seven or eight candy floss making machines. You know what he did? He didn't sell them or anything. He kept them. He kept them out on the front lawn. Put a tarpaulin over them. And kept him on the front lawn. They never got used. He was gonna. It was. He, he was full of all these stories about wanting to come up with his own candy floss business. So he was gonna quit his job. He was actually gonna quit his job. He was gonna say, "I'm gonna start my own candy floss making business." As far as I'm aware, those machines are still there under the tarpaulin. He hasn't done anything with them. And he disappeared in 2004. And you know what? Wherever he is, I'm pretty sure 
he's not running his own candy floss making business. Because he left his machines behind unless he bought some more. It was a dream of his. Well, a very short-lived dream. He only wanted to bake the bids because of this accident with the candy floss making machines. It wasn't like a lifelong goal of his or anything like that. But I don't know what goes on in his head. I don't know what goes on in his head. I don't know where he is because he didn't say. And he didn't say because we don't talk to each other. And in a way it is sad, isn't it? It is sad that I don't know where my brother is. And it's sad that I don't know where my nephew is right now. It's quite sad that he's he's going to come back, but he, he won't tell me where he's been. And that's just the way this family is. Um, sorry to end on that slightly melancholy note. So at the end of the day, I've actually really enjoyed myself. I've really enjoyed doing this. I think the music uh, that I've played today is really, really good. I really enjoyed listening to it and I really enjoyed talking to you lot. And uh, I really hope I can do this again. I uh, hope Frank was impressed by my presentation skills. I hope that he was impressed by my uh, technical jiggery-pokery with the old editing there. I do like that expression, jiggery-pokery. That's, that's a lovely expression, isn't it? I really like that. Jiggery-pokery. Maybe you could... Uh, maybe you should just... Uh, I, I, don't, I don't pick much of a name, Ragbag. I don't pick much of it. I, um... I don't really know why you called it that. I think you should call it Jiggery Pokery. If that's alright, call it Jiggery Pokery. Uh, maybe next time I, I, I present it, I'll, I'll call it that. Uh, next time Frank disappears, actually. Probably next time Frank disappears, maybe in a few months' time, I'll, uh, I'll uh, introduce uh, the show again and I'll call it Welcome to Jiggery Pokery. My name's Uncle Claude. And you'll know, you'll know who I am by that point, won't you? you you'll know... You'll know who I am because you've heard this episode. And uh, I hope it's been, you know, one of the better episodes, perhaps. I I, I hope you've enjoyed it. And I, you know, I I look forward to hearing your feedback on social media. I'm not on social media myself at the moment. I'm just in control of my nephew's accounts at present. So uh, maybe that will change when he comes back. Again, I I, I do hope that um, I haven't completely destroyed our relationship. Well, we'll have to see, won't we? like a star 
sunk spot deep in my car barn. Photon radiation to my heart storm. Love like you never heard before. Need the light on. Sitting in positions like yoga, moving through solar system. My beloved is reflected in the spectrum of the prism. Your rhythm is fatal. You too sexy for your halo, but you can rock an asteroid belt. Sun kiss. listening it's been a, a really great time thank you very much indeed um if you do want to uh, any more information about this uh, program like i say uh, i don't really like the name rag bag i like the name jiggery pokery if you like what you've heard on jiggery pokery i i understand there's a lot of information that's uh um www.frankburton.co.uk check that out I, I um, will uh, hopefully see you again and um, yeah it's been lovely it's been lovely thank you very much Podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. 
Check out BritpodScene.com or follow BritpodScene on Twitter to find out more.